y'all welcome back thanks again for tuning in to the podcast um today i have channing foster here with me hey y'all i'm so glad she gets to be here um she's a soccer player here at Ole miss she's a senior uh which is kind of crazy how do you feel about being a senior oh my goodness i cannot believe it the time has flown yeah seriously anybody out there that is in college enjoy it because it flies <laughs> um i'm just so glad she gets to share i've just from afar seeing how she's been a light to so many people here at Ole Miss um, on the team on the soccer team and outside of that in Pine Lake College but um, Channing I'm going to get you to start just by talking about like where you're from and like your family and the church you were raised in and stuff like okay. that. Okay well I just want to say thank you so much for having <laughs> me this is amazing what you're doing you're going to make a difference in so many people's lives. Um, I am from a um, super small town called Murray Kentucky it's about three and a half hours from here um, I have an older brother. He's a year and a half older than me. He's actually he's in dental school at U of L Louisville right now. Oh, wow. um, my parents are awesome. I was raised in a Christian home. Um, I went to First Baptist Church of Murray. Um, yeah, that's awesome. I love it. Um, and we were talking a little bit before this, and you said you became a Christian when you were in first grade. So can you talk about that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so in first grade, I um, accepted Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And um, at the time, I mean, I knew what I was getting myself into to an extent, you know. Um, I knew that I wanted to be a Christian, that I wanted to be saved, and that I loved the Lord. But I didn't quite know, you know, what that entailed. Um, and, I mean, I hear so many stories of people where they just have this encounter and suddenly change their life and, like, mm -hmm. give their life to the Lord. And they're, like, following Him wholeheartedly from then on. And for me, I feel like... Um, it's been a process, you know. I feel like the Lord has revealed Himself to me more and more every day, every season of my life. Um, and it's been really, really cool. But let's see. So I lived in high, in high school. I lived with a host family. I played for a soccer, a soccer team in Chicago. Um, and I stayed with a host family there. And the host family that I was living with didn't go to church. Um, so I just didn't really get to be in a church and have community there um like my mom would send me devotionals and stuff and I'd like read them um here and there but the team that I was playing for we were traveling all the time and so I just I didn't have that like home that community that church experience whenever I went away to high school and um <laughs> it's so crazy the Lord will always bring you back home you know he'll <laughs> leave the 99 to find the one um because I was in the middle of the recruiting process, like getting offers from some of my dream schools, feeling on top of the world. And um, I ended up getting hurt and had to have knee surgery. Um, my offers were pulled back. I was back to square one. I moved back home and had knee surgery. And that's whenever I really started to turn to the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, and at first it was more, you know, about me just wanting the blessing, wanting to be back on the field, like praying about that. Um, but over time, you know, he revealed himself to me more and more and revealed his plans. And um, I got back onto the field about eight months later and um, started my recruiting process completely over. It was such a blessing because I had never looked at Ole Miss. And um, I started talking to the coaches. I came on a visit. I committed here two days later. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, things were going well. I thought like, you know, everything was working out. And then um, I started to get sick um, for, it was over a period of probably four or five months. I um, 
random things on me would swell up. That sounds weird to say, but like <laughs> fingers would swell up, then like my knee, then just like random places on my body. And it just started getting so bad that like I got to the point I couldn't walk. I'd like have to lay in bed all day. Um, I went to hospitals around home, went to Vanderbilt, spent three weeks in um, St. Augustine, Florida, as a doctor there, and then ended up having to go to the Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, and that's where I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. And um, what's so crazy is through this whole time, we were praying and praying and praying, like asking the Lord for healing, and it was all just, you know, about getting back on the field, getting back on the field. And whenever I was there, the doctors, they, they would talk to us and they were like, you don't need to worry about getting on the field. You need to worry about your health. Like, it doesn't matter if you never play a soccer game again, you may not, but like, this is serious. And um, they ended up putting me on methotrexate injections, which is like, a really harsh drug they use it for cancer patients and um, I had to do weekly injections and they thought I was gonna be on it for like good basically mm -hmm. um, and so over over, <laughs> over time as I was doing those injections I eventually got back out onto the field and was able to get back playing so praise the Lord for that I had no complications I didn't have any of the really bad side effects that they told me were possible and I was able to get back out on the field. And um, by God's grace, a year and a half later, I went into remission and the doctors did not expect it at all. It was mm -hmm. a miracle, it was awesome. <laughs> it was definitely God's work and the result of having so many people pray over me and um, just continually be in prayer about it. Um, and so then, yeah, I ended up getting to come here and play college <laughs> soccer. And now to this day, I don't have to do any injections. I'm not on any like hard medications and um, have no symptoms at all. So that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. I can only imagine what that was like for you and your family, like to have that happen. And you've had this dream for so long, like since, I mean, when did you start playing soccer? Okay, when, when I was you were, three. <laughs> you were three. But then like, when did you think that you might want to play in college? Um, Probably middle school. Yeah. Early on. Wow. Definitely early on. I was, yeah. I just, I love soccer from like the minute I started playing. Mm -hmm. So your, your world was probably. Yeah. Just. It was gone. Yeah. But it's so crazy because I put so much of my identity into my sport and like that's who I was. Mm -hmm. Like just wanting to compete, wanting to play soccer, wanting to be known as like the soccer player, wanting to be good. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden I didn't I couldn't put my identity in that anymore and at first it was like oh no where do I where do I put it and I was like looking for all these other places to put it but God was like no 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 come here you're my child and so once I learned to put my identity in him and to be dependent on him mm -hmm. then he was like okay now I'll open these doors wow. for you he just had to bring me back to him and teach me to be dependent on him and then every other door could start to be opened again it was crazy that's so cool how do you think that like you having your identity in him changed the way you played I think it's honestly just in general in life uh -huh. learning that your identity is found in the Lord is such a freeing thing um, I mean I definitely struggled when I first came to college with my identity being in him because I had learned these lessons but then at the same time it's so easy once you're suddenly in the midst of things to like turn to the world and mm -hmm. not trust that you are his child not believe his word and mm -hmm. not believe the gospel and so whenever you try to put your identity in your sport well at some point it's not going to go the way you want to mm -hmm. and so then when you can't put your identity in that anymore then you have to look here and you have to look there and you're constantly like looking to fill yourself in other ways and once I learned that like 
I am a child of God no matter what. Like, God sent his perfect son to die for me. And all of my sin, all of my shame, all of my brokenness is covered by the blood of Jesus. And so when God looks at me, he sees his perfect son and all the love he has for him, it's reflected onto me. Once I learned that, it's the most freeing thing. You know, I struggle with it still just because I'm human and we all do, but like the amount of freedom I feel knowing, okay, I messed up today. I didn't play my best game, but that doesn't define me. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my character isn't (laughs) defined by how I played in this game or by what this coach said about me or what this coach said to me. And so I feel like it's so much easier to play because you can be loose, you know, and whenever I'm out there having fun and just like loose, I play so much better because I'm not stressed about, oh, this has to go right, this has to go right, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's just made all the difference in everything, really. That's so freeing. Awesome. Um, What does pursuing God look like for you now in college? Oh, okay. Um, Well, I think, honestly, my word for this year has been surrender. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool, like, looking back and seeing different things that I tried to do myself for a while and then eventually let God take over either willingly or he said move out of the way I got this um and seeing how he came through and like God is so faithful Mm -hmm. and so I'm trying to learn I'm so impatient I'm working on that a lot Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I'm trying to just surrender everything not just like little things or not just like the big things but Mm -hmm. every area of my life surrendering surrendering it over to him and letting him reveal to me what he wants me to do or letting him open the door letting him take care of everything and um the more and more that I start to surrender the more I see his hand in everything and see how good he is Mm -hmm. um but yeah so I would say that which I've learned that from the the community that I found I was talking to you about this earlier but like Pine Lake College has been incredible for me and my first two years we didn't have a college ministry Mm -hmm. and that's something that I struggled with y'all community is everything (laughs) find community with people who love the Lord and will push you and encourage you to grow in your relationship with the Lord because that is everything Mm -hmm. um I have an amazing small group that shout out (laughs) that like they're they're awesome it's just like a group of girls that are wholeheartedly running the race towards Jesus Mm -hmm. for Jesus and just being absolute like kingdom bears kingdom bringers I'm sure they'll be Um, listening is it Rachel and Elizabeth (laughs) yes and yeah yeah all those girls (laughs) but finding people who are like wholeheartedly running towards the Lord is a game changer because it's they've taught me so much and like just having the encouragement to like constantly turn to the Lord whenever Mm -hmm. you're struggling because in college we all are going to struggle at some point or another you know maybe to different extents but like we're all going to struggle in some regard and so knowing that we can turn to the Lord is everything and like finding people that truly do and Mm -hmm. encourage you and push you and pray for you it's made all the difference in the world to me you know because for a while I didn't have community and so it's hard to be like the Bible says bold as a lion it's hard to be bold for the Lord whenever you look around and nobody else is doing that and you don't have any encouragement and you're like I don't want to be different I don't want to stand out but whenever you're surrounding yourself with people who are then it's so much easier to go into the environments where Jesus may not be talked about Mm -hmm. and 
to continue that walk and to be confident that like I am God's child and he will he will send me his spirit and he'll take care of me and help me to have the words to say like it makes all the difference in the world honestly so community 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 that's all I have to say about that no, that's great I definitely agree I mean I don't know where I would be without people like cheering me on and encouraging me in the walk um that's awesome so you said you you found that just kind of recently like mm-hmm. I didn't realize Pond Lake was so yeah Pond Lake College was so new mm-hmm. here that's awesome um so talk, talk a little bit about the the way that some of the girls on the soccer team have recently given their lives to Christ yeah. and what that was like to see them get baptized um yeah five girls on the team just um got baptized at the public or out outdoor baptism I guess is mm-hmm. what it's called that Pine Lake did a few weeks ago which was so 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 cool um and I feel like it's just it's it's so evident God is so faithful you know seeing prayers be answered and seeing people come to know the Lord and like um there's a bunch of girls on our team that have just in the last year really started running towards the Lord so much more Mm -hmm. and um and just with having having Pine Lake College, like I, I hate to keep like beating a horse with or a, beating a dead horse. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't even say it. <laughs> dead horse with a stick. But um, just I feel like having that ministry has opened the doors for so many people because you know so many of my teammates go to that and mm-hmm. like Daniel, our pastor is awesome. Maisie, Josh, they're incredible and just really like relay the gospel and love on people in an awesome way and I feel like it really brings so many people to the Lord because they experience the love of Jesus in ways that they may not have ever before mm-hmm. so yeah yeah that's awesome okay so how do you feel like you've balanced your you're in a sorority too <laughs> so you do you and you're an accounting major so like that's that's difficult sometimes <laughs> soccer accounting and everything else in school and sorority pun lake everything that you do how, how how have you balanced that and how has god like helped you through balancing everything <laughs> why are you laughing so much this is funny um <laughs> yeah i mean god has definitely been faithful i've had a lot of prayers before some of those tests so i'll tell you that but um honestly i feel like being a student athlete here is such a blessing the people in like FedEx our student athlete building they help you so much and take such good care of you and most of the professors that I have have been super understanding and helpful Mm -hmm. and like we have tutors we have study hall so they make sure you get your work done Mm -hmm. um and I feel like it's honestly not that different than people that have jobs you know I mean um I guess I'm running around on a field, but like the time commitment and stuff. I mean, my whole life though, I've played soccer and like in high school, I played soccer and did a bunch of other sports and stuff. And, um, I almost, I almost like that schedule, like busyness, having stuff to do, Mm -hmm. um, all the time. I feel like it makes me more productive because sometimes I'll sit around and if I don't have anything to do, I don't get anything done because (laughs) I have nothing to like, no deadline to push me to do stuff. Um, so I kind of like that. But um, I just, I don't know, I've been blessed to have a lot of people that are awesome and encouraging and help me out. And, um, yeah. Bug, bug. Oh. oh, my gosh, that's like a spider slider. Um, yeah, there's one on my computer just a second ago. Uh, we're out, we're sitting in the grove, everybody. So that's when we're, like, in the middle of nature and bugs are everywhere. Um, so when do you find time to get in the word? Um... 
I have become a morning person. I used to not be a morning person at all. And um, last semester, I just started getting up super early. And now I can't sleep in for the life of me. Mm -hmm. But I kind of love it because whenever I get up in the mornings and there's like nothing else really going on, no social media to worry about, no commitments to like do other things, um, it, I have so much more like, like my focus is there. And so then it's really just like me and the Lord and I can get in the word. Um, so most of the time I get my time with the Lord in the morning and I feel like I can tell the difference in the days where I spend time in the word in the morning versus at night because yeah. <laughs> my day is a lot more smooth. Yeah. <laughs> I know I, I actually read at night and I, I, cause I'm so not a morning person, but I'll, I'll say the same. Like when, if I ever do read in the morning, I'm like, Oh my goodness, this has made such a difference. <laughs> I need to do this every day. Why don't I do this every day? But it's because I can't get myself out of bed. <laughs> um, but Elizabeth was saying that she, what, the reason like the motivation that she has had some is that like she's just so excited to be with God in the morning mm -hmm. and like I feel like that could be really helpful to people like me <laughs> who struggle to wake up but like to think like oh it's so awesome that we can wake up and just be in God's presence mm -hmm. and start our day that way how like much of a blessing that is I was like yes that is so true Elizabeth Literally. like that is awesome um okay do you have a favorite Bible verse I'm curious Yes. Okay. Oh, actually, I feel like I have a bunch. Uh -huh. <laughs> I feel like it kind of changes with the season <laughs> that I'm in in life. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but I would say probably, probably um, Philippians one six. Yes. I think Daniel said it last night. And yes, he did. I watched the beginning. He of, did. Kind of like last night. Yeah. Um, okay. Philippians one six. <laughs> And I am confident of this, that he who began a good work in you is faithful to carry it on to the completion of the day of Christ Jesus. Um, I think that's right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I have just seen the evidence of that. And it's such a good reminder anytime I start to worry or start to doubt mm -hmm. that God is faithful. And if he gave you a word, if he gave you a promise... He is faithful and he will deliver. And I always have to remind myself that like my time is not God's time. So if I prayed about something continually and I'm not seeing it, I'm not seeing the fruits of it, then God either is saying, hang on, not yet, or, oh wait, I have something so much better. You're not gonna believe this. And so just reminding myself to trust him and trust his timing and that he is faithful. And if he said it, it's gonna happen. So. I think that's probably my favorite verse just because it's like a constant reminder to me. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And I love the one that's in your Instagram bio, Colossians 3.23, oh, yes. um, which I'm going to butcher probably if I try to do it, but, like, say, but it basically do everything as if you're working for God and yeah. not for man. Mm -hmm. And um, actually when I started the podcast, I pulled another, I pulled a verse from Colossians 3 to like base it on too, which yeah. is like, and whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I just love that, that you, yeah. that meant so much to you because it, it's meant so much to me lately too. No. That like we are literally just here like to honor God and, yeah. and not anybody else. Cause like we put other pe people's opinions like mm -hmm. over God's opinion, you mm -hmm. know, it's like his opinion is the only one that matters. Literally. And Elijah talked about that. Yeah. Some. It's awesome. It's just, um, it's such a reminder that like everything you do to do it for the glory of God. Mm -hmm. And it's also, I feel like it's something, um, and it's freeing to know that like, I don't need people's approval because I have the Lord's approval and to remind myself of that. But it also is such a reminder to like work hard at all you do because 
people watching you, if you're working hard and giving it your all, mm -hmm. then they'll see God's glory and like you yeah. giving him the glory. But if you're being lazy, not working, not trying and everything, mm -hmm. but they know that like you're a Christian, what does that say about like what who we God believe calls about God. us to be? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know? And so um, I think there's two sides to that really, but I think- That's so cool, I never yeah. thought about it in that way. <laughs> yeah. Because like, like, yeah, what does that say about what we believe if we think that like, meh, what God yeah. like puts in our lives for us to do doesn't yeah. really matter. But like if we give it everything, then like that means that he must be just amazing for us to yeah. want to honor him so much exactly and everything that we do that's so good ah such a good truth um okay where are you where are you going from here do you know yet no. I have to call. okay <laughs> this is going back to Lord are working that out right now yeah <laughs> I've been praying about that just asking him to open the doors and to show me where he wants me to go and to not let me get caught up on myself and try to make the decision based on like what I think but just to show me where he's calling me mm -hmm. um I have another year of eligibility mm -hmm. and so I graduate actually in December but I think I'm gonna um work on like an MBA get my master's okay um since I have another year of eligibility but yeah I really right now I don't know Wait, and so you, you can play soccer one more mm -hmm. year what? Yes, because of COVID, we get um, another year back. They don't count this as, like, a season. Really? Mm -hmm. That's so interesting. I didn't know that. How many yeah. games have y'all had this season? Uh, like five so far. Okay. Wait, six. Five, five. Okay, okay. Five so far, but you'll have, like... We have eight, and then the SEC tournament, and then there's potentially a spring season. Okay. But I don't think we know for sure yet if they're yeah. going to have it or not, but... Well, that's exciting that you get to stay yeah. play longer. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last question. I think this can be the last one. Um, how would you encourage students? You talked about being as bold as a lion. How would you encourage students to be bold? And like, I think, I don't want to answer for you, but community you were saying was a big, yes. big thing. But like, can you think of another yes. thing? Um, yeah, definitely community. Um, the people that you surround yourself with can make such a difference um, in your life and in your walk with the Lord. But um, also just trusting God and having faith. And it that sounds really basic and really silly, <laughs> but it's so true, you know, because the more faith that we put in the Lord, then the more comfortable we are to be bold for Him and to do what may seem like crazy things or like mm -hmm. silly things to other people. But trusting that like, okay, God's calling me to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to step out in faith. And like, even if it's just taking a little baby step here, knowing that, okay, if I take this step of faith, like he's going to get me the rest of the way, he's going to take care of it. Mm -hmm. um, and so I think it all just goes back to like completely putting your trust in the Lord. And I mean, I struggle with that still every single yeah, day, putting complete trust in him and letting him take care of it and not trying to work things out on my own. But mm -hmm. um, honestly, I feel like that's the basis of like being bold is just completely trusting him to take over yeah that's great Janie thank you so much for sharing um and because you're awesome I mean you're just you're so sweet so thank talented you, so much. And, you are so talented this uh, is the coolest thing ever <laughs> thank you well I just I'm so glad I got to meet you and I wish ever I wish everybody could but um anyways thank you so much